Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. From Barangaroo Studios, this is the COB. Brought to you by eToro. Invest in ASX shares with $0 commission. Good afternoon. This is the COV. All the stuff you need to know in the day of back in business and markets. And uh, we are very chipper. It's been a, been a nice day. It's been an interesting day. I think we've had a few gremlins in the system or either I've asked very pointed questions because my guest just disappeared on me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not about you, of course, uh, Danny. It's, 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 it's just the systems, you know. It's, uh, gremlins. Gremlins in the system. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, it's uh, been a good day for the market, has to be said, overall, am I right? Yes. Um, up by about 0.4% by the end of the session uh, is the SIBO 200. And I think the ASX 200 is fairly similar. I know you've got that on your screen there. Yeah, up about 33 points. So interestingly enough, we, yeah, it looks like we've closed at around 7,232 on the mm. ASX 200. So I think we dropped under that 7,200 level yesterday, yesterday and we bounced back up. So yeah. maybe those technicians have I was going to say got their rulers out, but I'm sure mm. it's something a little bit more sophisticated these I mean, days. They, they still call it like a, a ruler. It's a little bit like a floppy disk when you save a document. You know, it's a redundant <laughs> image, but still, it's the same. It's the same uh, uh, phrase, uh, I guess. But um, no, you're right. Um, actually, that's that's one of those funny things I'll never forget. That the high just before the pandemic, seventy one ninety seven. So it's a key level, perhaps for yeah. for buyers where that's uh, that previous previous high happened to be all the way back then. But nevertheless, it seems like a good day, and it uh, looks like we're having a few issues with that graphic as well. But uh, <laughs> We'll get you just to imagine there that the uh, the market finished higher for the day. You'll have to take our word for it. But uh, let's get to the three themes because, well, one of them, well, I think the day set off on a good, re- uh, good um, uh, uh, positive note just because there seems to be some, I guess, constructive uh, dialogue happening in Washington at the moment when it comes to the debt ceiling. Yeah, possibly. There was also, I think, one of the, the regional banks that said that yeah. had deposit inflows, which gave the regional bank index a big boost and we all know that that has been one of the most unloved sectors around so uh, that and I think also too there were um, you know the the uh, Tesla AGM an interview that Musk had yesterday that was well received and Nvidia's been out there with ServiceNow talking up AI and what those companies Mm. are doing so you know the market just you know the markets generally they they have down days and they have up days at the moment and we're caught in this trading range yeah yeah i can uh, i can vouch for that um anyway losing steam that's that's our second uh, theme of the day and that's uh, well i suppose applying just a little bit to the jobs markets we had that uh, those labor force figures for april released uh today 11 30 and well unemployment rate too high to 3.7 uh, percent the economy shared four thousand jobs and well we had a lot of analysis today from economists we did indeed uh, i guess uh, one data point doesn't make a trend that's that's no. that's probably the key point and there's still some signals there that the, the labor market is still pretty tight the fact that it's 
the jobless rate still has a three in front of it is probably a testament to that. But hope springs eternal, at least for investors, because it would seem that uh, at the margins, uh, another rate hike has been priced out just a little bit and equity's got a little bit of support, uh, at least briefly yeah. on, the, on that news. As you say, at least briefly. It's really interesting because Rabobank are looking for two more 25 mm. basis point hikes, um, whereas just chatting to AMP and they're very much saying, no, we're, we're going to, you know, it's the RBA is now just going to sit on their hands. So I think still a lot of divergent views, even from a macro perspective um, about, you know, the long and lagged impacts. Yes, exactly. And it really is taking time, this cycle. We seem to have been speaking about this, what seems like an eternity, even Mm. though it's a year, Mm. but everybody was expecting everything to collapse into a heap. And it just takes time. People, it takes time for people to change their shopping habits, their going out habits. And, you know, a lot of those mortgages have yet to roll off, which is really what the AMP saying we're still going to have that hit. Yeah, and I suppose when it comes to the analysis of these situations too, you've got a lot of people like me out there that haven't actually really ever experienced a proper rate hiking cycle at all. So a lot of folks who are kind of clutching around looking at sort of historical analogues and trying to, to learn off what old, uh, wiser heads in the market perhaps <laughs> like like me, um, you know, trying to sort of get a sense of, you know, how these situations happen in, in real time. And mm. um, like you said, you know, really it's only been 12 months, which is actually quite a rapid uh, interest rate hiking cycle in the context of Massively its steep. Exactly. 500 basis points in the US. We've gone from zero to 5%. Mm, very quickly. I mean, that as a percentage is mm. super, super steep. Yeah. And that uh, was interesting in the US, they were talking about um, there's quite a lot of small companies now going bankrupt. And somebody said, well, so what? They're mm. all small. But it's kind of like the snowball, isn't yeah. it? The the avalanche that it gets bigger. And yeah. I think, you know, that's that's the bears talking, saying yeah. that you are going to see that bankruptcy cycle starting in the US as well as the credit cycle. And it could be a quote that I've used quite a lot this year, Ernest Hemingway, how do you go bankrupt slowly at first and then quickly? <laughs> that's a good one. And um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's um, it's, a, it's a really good uh, point to make on just sort of where we are potentially in the cycle there. Um, you know, the US economy, I suppose, really does rely on that notion of creative destruction, doesn't it? These things um, tend to happen uh, in uh, far more acute ways in, than uh, in Australia. But um, moves and shakers as well is our third theme for the day. And that applies to some corporate news. Maybe we'll get to that in just mm. a moment. But uh, we'll, we'll look across some of the areas in the market that were moving, I suppose, at a sexual level. Tech performed really well today. Yeah, absolutely. NASDAQ, uh, did well last night. So we'll see if we can get to some of those key tech names um, up there. We yeah. are. Um, the index up about 2.65% I have. Yes. So top performer in terms of the sectors that I am looking at. And uh, looks like zero was not you know hero hero well it wasn't hero to zero it was zero to hero zero today. to hero once again yeah and uh, we'll, we'll pick up uh, on that in just a moment's time also wanted to just take a quick look at the gold miners because if there was an area of the market that did underperform it would seem to be gold and i i dare say that it might be a combination of those um debt ceiling talks yeah. progressing well again uh, a slight drop in the risk of a, of a, of a cascade of issues in, in the banking system in the United States. Um, and then, you know, of course, too, uh, a little bit of risk on just broader, broadly speaking in, in global equity markets off the back of all of that. So the gold miners, again, a little bit soft there today. Uh, you actually, you know what performed well uh, were the, the big big miners on the ASX. Yep. And um, would you look at that? Now, am I, look, no, that's the wrong chart. 
bugger. All right. right, but they did do really well. I think um, they did. I think they uh, were up that much. They were, uh, yeah, not not that one though. Oh, okay. Said BHP was at sixty bucks a share. Oh. If we if we were there, I think we'd be celebrating all time highs in the ASX. <laughs> Whoops. Not that one. I told you those gremlins today. I swear. They're everywhere. Must they be must be on moon or something. <laughs> be on, on steroids yeah um, um, but let's get to that corporate news let's start with zero shall we because I mean the, the results on the surface were, were okay right they were okay but they still post a bigger loss than last year I think that was an extraordinary item yeah yeah uh, there was something I think lurking in there yeah well I sort of felt that is it one of those instances where you the bar ends up being so low because it was 160 bucks per share when you know the, yeah. the, the frenzy in 2021 especially for tech stocks drove the price that high. It's been a pretty tough 18 months for mm. the company. Obviously, had a bit of a restructure mm. at the start of this year, I think, yep. maybe even at the end of last. Yep. But um, it would seem that you know all the bad news is out there now and everyone's just sort of looking for a much more constructive future. Yeah. Maybe these these results reflect that. Yeah, exactly. Um, better than feared, I think, has yeah. been the mantra for this year and particularly for big tech in the US and other tech yeah. companies. Um, my observations, just reading quickly through, is that the UK was better than expected. Everyone yeah. had been really worried about how they were we're going to do and ditto for the US. So interestingly enough, Australia, New Zealand was a bit softer, but those overseas operations where people had been really concerned that it wouldn't grow as well actually did mm. a bit better than expected. There's a new CEO and she'll be obviously making her mark, but Possibly. We'll have to read tomorrow and see what the brokers say, but better yeah. than feared. Yeah, and uh, back above 100 bucks per share today yeah. for the first time since April 2022. So uh, 12 months effectively, probably since the last time, well, that uh, result in, in um, uh, for, for that period for uh, for the company. But um, we've had a bit of an ag theme this week yes. as well. Grain Corp, Elders. Elders still not doing so great, I don't think, today. Didn't, you didn't, might, double, double check that one, perhaps. So I'm I would have thought at some anyone. stage that no, one's going to... Out. Yes, it's oh, up 3%. Yeah, at okay. some stage the buyers are going to come in because, yeah. as Mark Gardner said yesterday, I mean, EBIT is off 15%, but the stock price is off more than 50%. Yeah. And um, but it has been a very bifurcated sector, hasn't it? Yeah. So Grain Corp, as you said, new form, new farm shooting yeah. the lights out, and then Elders, Incitec, Pivot. Yeah. No love there. Well, New Farm's results were, were really solid. I mean, mm. if you just look at sort of the, the, the numbers, the dollars and cents, um, a really big beat on revenues, upgraded its guidance for the future, and then, you know, subsequently lifted its dividend, dividend. by 25%, yeah. which was, That'll always was to do about it. five cents, to be fair. But um, really, really solid. Um, and, you know, again, maybe it sort of brought some confidence back into into the ag space. Um, and, yeah, what's that? Close, 14.1% higher. So that's, that's a tidy yeah. little day. Yeah, absolutely. Office. Absolutely. Last but not least, Aristocrat, one that actually, again, sort of flips out of the, the equation, I, I would dare say, if, um, when it comes to, to companies reporting, you know, talk about zero airing the do- dirty laundry and then, you know, maybe exceeding the low bar set for it. Aristocrat's results seemed all right on the surface of things, um, showed some strong progress in its North American market, but the stock uh, was down uh, it's a, about 3% today. Yeah, well, I think it's run so hard after its sell-off um, that it had late December. So started January really down around that $30 mark, mm. rallied really strongly, almost up, you know, $38. Oh, well, it is $38, so it was higher than that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, from memory, I think Aristocrat sometimes, there's, it's, it does sometimes what technology one does. It runs up to the result 
results and then a bit of profit taking comes yeah. in afterwards because remember they made that acquisition they announced that a couple of days ago and yeah. it was really really strong yeah. so a case of yes results in line yawn let's take some profits buy the room and sell the fact hey yeah uh, did you see the um uh, you, i don't know if you said, saw my note that i popped around this morning in the in the group chat we have a group chat in the office as, yes. uh, as, as we would you see the front page of their uh their report Yes, it was an odd, odd, odd cartoon. It was wasn't really it? weird. I, yeah. I, I don't think I like that from a corporate comms point of view. It seemed kind of sinister. It was a, a kind of a cartoon killer whale with a dollar coin and a sort of slightly. Um, well, they are into more. online gaming, um, yeah, yeah or games, etc. But as I said, the, the strangest thing I actually heard overnight from the US, a survey I think in Montana, um, where people were asked um, uh-huh. if, if you had a choice between TikTok being banned and losing your voting rights for a year. And they said, well, we'll lose our voting rights and we'll get our information from TikTok. So it's a win for China, people. That's a win for China. Yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, strange we, times. Strange times. And I think Montana is the first, was it the first state, I think, to ban TikTok or maybe for, for government employees? I'm was, not sure. The, the essence of the story was, was that. But yeah, very, very strange. Kids these days at the moment. I don't watch TikTok. <laughs> we don't do the TikToks. I don't do the TikToks either. Okay. Well, anyway, let's uh, move on, get back on the stock specific stuff. And uh, well, the stock of the day was zero. We had Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities and Luke Winchester from Mary Weather Capital. Uh, they spoke to Andrew Gagan about whether they'd be biased here of zero. Did some research on it several weeks ago and we thought, look, it, despite the, the run-up in the share price, uh, you know, the valuation didn't look too demanding. There was scope for improvements in terms of cost cutting, and, and we know that the, the business can be quite resilient with their, their prices. And it's a hold, um, not necessarily a buy, as I said, I'd like to yep. um, just see what it does in the next few days. But if I was holding it, I'd be yeah, happy to continue holding Look, this is a good example of how the market's always forward-looking. This result is is good, but, but you know, it's also zero management. Um, taking some medicine for some pretty poor capital allocation decisions over the last few years, it's, it's, it's a hold here. Um, it's tough for me to say buy because it is, it is still quite steep at evaluation and you could see some profit taking around the $100 level. Okay, so that's a double hold there for the gentleman. And um, I don't know, you you become more interested in a company like that off the back of these results? Do you? No, not you necessarily. Sort of think about these things. No, I think you've got to see the longer term picture. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's clearly growing very strongly. Yeah. And uh, you know, they have exhibited quality characteristics. So yeah, I think you've got to look at it in the context of more than just one result. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a, a part of it too, because we've got a few decent tech names, nothing like the United States, obviously, but we've got a couple of te- uh, decent tech names. You know, why is Tech's performed well recently? You know, you're going to put some- really well. Done really well. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to put capital- Technology some, One. Technology One's another one. So you've got a few names where you could put your sort of like, uh, I suppose, capital to work in, in that area of the market, perhaps yeah. in some sort of growth names. It, I mean, does it become a situation where you just sort of have to sort of pick of the three and just do your best judgment to sort of see where you actually put that money to work? 
depends there, on how you. I, I don't know. It really depends how someone manages their portfolios. Yeah. Whether they're doing more high conviction or whether or not they like, you know, a more diversified approach. Yeah. Um, but we will get technology one next yeah. week reporting, so that'll be really interesting. I yeah. did see a a very large price hike. I think by Bell Potter up to seventeen dollars oh. price target on that one. So that'll be really really interesting. But we'll have to wait for Wise Tech, yeah. obviously in the August reporting season and uh, I think the one observation we can make from May is that very bifurcated in terms of some companies shooting the lights out otherwise some massively disappointing Mm. and it could be a precursor to what we are going to see um, in the run-up to August maybe a bit more confessions or in the August results yes we'll uh, we'll have to see but um, well let's uh, let's look at the leaders in that guys let's see what was at the top and the bottom of the table Ah, there we go. New farm up 13% and zero. Hey, look at that. I got them almost right. Minres up 5%. Don't know what's happening there apart from the fact I think a few brokers, aren't they upgrading? the uh, lithium prices again? As uh, well, I saw that lithium prices rose only only by the, you know, courtesy of the fact that I've been following this week because I had to write an article about it. But uh, we actually have seen a little bit of a lift lift in the underlying lithium price because we have seen that really big corrective move since the back end of last year, right, where sort of China ended the subsidies and there was that sort of sense that there was a bit of a demand driver being taken out of the market. Um, so, I mean, perhaps we're starting to see something of a, of a, of a rebound uh, there uh, that could, um, well, I don't know, start to, to, to sort of reverse trends. Um, Paladin Energy, though, uh, a nuclear play. Uh, I, I yeah. don't know if we, we, I remember we had Mark Gardner talking on, about the sort of fundamentals there a couple of weeks ago, but um, starting to see some strength um, and uh, increased buying, I think, in inventories or something of that nature. Right. To, to, to um, the uh, uranium market, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but so we'll move on to the laggards now. And let's see what we've got there. Beach Energy. Now, they were, um, I don't know if you saw that news. Uh, yeah, they've got a, the, the White Sire or whatever, the project. I can never pronounce it. Yeah, that, yeah. That, it was delayed or something? It was I delayed. Um, yeah, so basically cost and time blowout. And a lot of it, from what I understand, was actually due to a lack of labor. Um, so that's that's been extended more or less. And, and investors, well, as you can tell, weren't uh, too happy about that, it was one of the gas gas facilities, I believe. Yeah. Um, gold Road as well. I mean, you can see a little bit of a theme there, which is this uh, kind of gold story that we uh, have had on the market today. Grain Corp pulling back, but th- there was some strength coming through the, the price in the last few days yeah. uh, when it uh, when it reported. Um, you do have obviously have that update too there when it comes to to, to beach. Any anything that jumps out that we haven't. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. It looks like it's uh, labour shortages. So um, they've had to uh, basically remove the previous targeted schedule and capital estimates. So it's so hard, some of these big projects that they have to bring on stream. And, yeah. um, you know, pandemics <clears throat> certainly cause a lot of structural problems in labour markets. Yeah, I suppose people knock these businesses as be potentially being, um, you know, I suppose you could say, uh, something of, uh, well, an easy easy win, you just stick stuff out of the ground. But of course, you know, the engineering that's involved in this and the planning and the organisation, uh, well, it's uh, often on a, on a nice edge and low margin businesses more often than not as well. So um, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on from that and uh, <coughs> talk now about the small caps. There we go. Sis- <laughs> what the hell is that? That can't be right. I'm going to... 
I'll just quickly check. About what did Cecil do? <laughs> I'm just checking. Because I, what the, jeez. <laughs> I swear, this, this gremlin is really gremlin, nasty it's today. Sinister. Um, it's possessed. Yeah, yes. moving on. Cecil was not up for 3,242% today. It was up 3.45%. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't, tra- don't check your investment portfolio. And if you're shorting the thing, don't worry, you're okay. <laughs> uh, and Rhythm Biosciences uh, clearly didn't have any love today, down no. almost 14%. And Rumble Res. Rumble Res. <laughs> Down 8%. Okay. Uh, we're losing control here. Let's uh, look at what's coming up overnight, shall we? And um, put, uh, put all of this out of its misery as well as this, uh, again, this you know, uh, gremlin perhaps uh, that we have uh, uh, working through the system. And uh, overnight, we do have Walmart reporting. Sorry, my what? colleague's laughing outside. Are you okay? Sorry, yes, I'm fine. Apologies, everybody. Walmart, Walmart is uh, reporting tonight. That'll be uh, one to watch. Of course, we've had a few major consumer companies um, disclosing results over the last few days to, I suppose, mixed results. And uh, it doesn't look like that we've got that graphic up either for what's on overnight. So we're just going to pack it in there. Remember, you can catch up on all the news and interviews on your website and app. They were mostly better than what you just received there. <laughs> For the time being, though, we'll let Danny get a glass of water. I'm going to take a deep breath and have a lie down, and we're going to see you tomorrow morning. The COB is brought to you by eToro. Invest in ASX shares with $0 commission. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.